0: This is Dr. Digital for the Digital Ready Program podcast, Business is Unusual. On the program today, we are finding out all about TikTok. What is TikTok? No doubt you've heard of it. It's absolutely exploded onto the scene during COVID-19 with everyone from celebrities to your mom getting on there and doing crazy dances, lip syncing, and just trying to waste a little bit of time and connect with other people. But TikTok isn't all about the automatic worm. It's a really interesting space for your brand to start playing. And as yet, it's still being formed and is largely uncharted. Now, I know next to nothing about TikTok. So I've enlisted the help of Gabrielle Osborne from Creative Accounting. You may have seen her on our How to Use Zero programs. She's a veteran of TikTok and has an amazing following and regularly clocks up hundreds of thousands of views of her slightly quirky videos and dances. Gab is going to take us through how she sees TikTok for business working and some tips and tricks to get your post to go viral. Gab, describe TikTok to us. Is it a social media channel? Is it video? Is it Snapchat's secret love child made in a lab?
1: Well, In its most simple form, it's just a stream of usually 15-second videos, uh, often put to music, but not always, that just sort of flow through. Um, It's extremely uh, open in terms of the reach that you'll get. So if you were to post a a video on Instagram, really, that's only going to go to your followers. Whereas uh, it's a very open platform that you can post something in there and um, you can get thousands, uh, some people get millions of views. Uh, But fundamentally, it's just short videos. Why do you think it's so addictive? Oh, where do I begin? Um, So, I mean, my my little TikTok journey began really when I was holidaying with my nieces and nephews last year, and they kept doing the wall. So if you're on TikTok, you'll know what the wall is. Uh, It's a move. And I was just really intrigued, and I kept hearing them talking about TikTok, and I guess that just sort of was my initial interest in it. And around Christmas, I thought I'd have a closer look. And it, it's kind of like, and it sounds a bit silly, but it's kind of like another little world in there once you once you hop in. Um, at first, just kind of looking at the videos and there's some funny ones and odd ones. But the more you're in there, there's a real uh, sort of level of cleverness and entertainment and almost intelligence behind a, a lot of what's going on in there. So for me, the... The intrigue is just watching this platform that no doubt grew from being something that, you know, my teenage daughters were into, to this um, kind of completely, I think, completely different, a new way to connect with people all around the world at any age group. I mean, I, I've watched it in the short time I've been on there, especially with lockdown and things. Um, you know the, the sort of the rise of what they would call the boomers so you know undoubtedly there's still the, the younger people on there and the gen x's but there's certainly been a move towards um you know people in their 30s and 40s and 50s and, and over who were kind of on there going um i wish someone had warned me that this is quite addictive but just in there having a bit of fun um yeah so it's and I guess in terms of what the you know, sort of addictive qualities or the things that really get me in, it's, it's the fascination around that there is a certain video with a particular song or sound as they call it. And that could be a music, a music sound, like a song that we know of, or it could be someone's voiceover. And you just get people from all around the world reimagining that putting their own sort of take on it or their own slant and and you know it can be extremely entertaining to watch what would be called a trend you know something that's being done like that just uh interpreted by so many people in so many different ways and you know it's kind of like, oh wow I'm, you know it's just hilarious so that for me is kind of the intriguing bit that keeps me coming back i guess
0: all right, so let's think about it in a business perspective. Now, digital-ready participants will be no stranger to you because aside from doing your amazing work with your zero training, in your business you've often really led digital media and created courses and really sort of brought accountants into a, a world of the digital. How are you using it for your business? And more broadly, how is it for business versus just doing it for entertainment?
1: Yeah, so I, I guess I'd say I'm in a bit of a... Um, in there with my eyes wide open, you know, kind of almost in the educating educating of myself in terms of what how it works and what the possibilities are. So I'm kind of you know one part for fun and one part with that sort of hat on. And um, look, I think if you've got a product that's um, visually pleasing, or you know, a service uh, in social media and those type things, or you're an athlete or an entertainer, I mean that 's where you, i think that 's where you have to be, um, and particularly if the demographic 's sort of you know the younger, but as I say, I think that 's also expanding but the um, you know f- for an accountant, probably a little bit drier to try and get something across but i 've certainly um, i 've just played around with a few things where i 've done a dance to it or um, or just talking it, speaking it, and just seeing what what the difference is, and certainly where i 've had music by far has had a lot more views than things where i've spoken um and that's probably quite possibly because my topic is quite boring but have I you decided. done like a
0: job keeper rap yet
1: uh, i haven't got to the job yet but yeah i think that's one to go. <laughs> so um it you know it links back to you can obviously have in your bio your links to your youtube and and instagram so for some businesses it's more about just a little expansion i guess of their their brand personality they're not necessarily in there to sell a product per se or you know, really push in that side of things, but it gives them the opportunity to, um, I, I suppose, show other facets of whether that's their people or their products in a sort of fun, engaging way that, that's not always possible on Instagram and Facebook. So it just gives you a little bit, uh, like somebody that I know through Facebook, um, joined uh, um, TikTok and and followed me, and she was like, wow, I never knew that's actually who you were. (laughs) She said, I just didn't get this picture of you in Facebook. It felt like the Facebook you was kind of really capped and sort of in a peg, and she said, I can see a much bigger sort of uh, realistic rounded version of you on TikTok. I don't know if that's a good thing because a lot of them are being silly and dancing, but I sort of get what she means. There's more potential to have a bit more personality come through, um, if that makes sense.
0: I find that really interesting from a brand perspective as well because so many of these tools in fact I would argue all of these tools probably with the exception of LinkedIn that we use now were tools that weren't developed for the purpose they're being used for. Facebook Mm. was developed for connection it wasn't a business tool. Instagram was developed for photographers not a business tool. TikTok was developed for performance not a business tool. But it seems like there's a facet of humanity where whenever we see something where people congregate there's opportunities for us to as you say not do direct selling but to to make our brand into something that's creative and then suddenly it becomes more formalised and there's advertising and then it gets some edges around it like with Facebook and suddenly you're in a box, whereas I feel like now with TikTok, we're in a place where people are really evolving it as a concept.
1: Yes, that's exactly right. Um, and it hasn't gone unnoticed by the younger generation. <laughs> you know, there's a few bit of commentary on there about not wanting, you know, brands and older people there. But I think in an overall sense, I mean, if you look at any big brand at the moment on tiktok they're on there whether or not they're executing it well i don't know um they're probably finding their feet a bit um as well but i know milo i saw recently did a challenge so one of the ways to get uh, a lot of viewers is to have the the video go viral and get you know as i said other people trying to do it or put their take on it um and there's no you know not really a fine art to that i think there's a little bit of luck involved but um obviously for brands like milo or something if they can get a challenge happening where um suddenly you've got thousands, maybe millions of people having a go at it. obviously that's going to support your brand if, it's, if that's in line with your brand values. There is also direct advertising in there. So sometimes when you log in, the first thing that might pop up would be an advertisement, um, which is interesting because the first thing I do is kind of flick that off. Um, so I don't know how successful those are either, but um, yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, as you say, I think it's kind of human nature. If we've got this platform, Part of us wants to enjoy and have a look, and you know we've also got the sort of business hat on of what potential is there in the, in. The, and I think you know, for TikTok, I think it's going to be massive, but I think we're still finding our feet in terms of how that would happen.
0: I love this brave new world part of social channels as well, where it really does feel like it's lunar exploration. (laughs) So Virality is interesting. And I want to sort of circle back to that because it's one of those things that the very nature of virality is that it it can't really be manufactured unless you're doing Mm. it in a lab and it gets out to a wet market and then it just gets all over people dancing. So, so in terms of, uh, I feel like it's sort of anathema to, to try and create something to go viral, but many of your dance videos have had, hundreds of thousands of views on them so what what do you see as the elements that make one video go viral versus another one just get your normal amount of viewers well i think if we could
1: figure that out um yeah there'd be <laughs> a, there'd be a lot of people that we could uh, solve you're an accountant
0: with. gab run the numbers
1: <laughs> <laughs> so i mean the, the bits i do know is you know, if I was a business, Jane, uh, but, you know, in a business that trying to get on there and get going, um, there's always viral things happening. So if you go to the hashtags and they, they can be things like there's one created home I saw happening at the moment. So it's people showing how they create different things at home. So I would certainly be using that hashtag. Um, sometimes you can use that hashtag even when it's not particularly relevant to what you're doing, just to sort of try and group in with that trend. There's trending sounds. There's always a few music sounds that are, um, that are hot. So, you know, if you can put that to it, I know TikTok likes clarity, uh, you know, a lot of colour and clear vision. They don't, you know, because it goes out so fast to so many people, um, they obviously don't want it sort of clouded and and not being able to see exactly what's going on in the background. Um, And other than that, I think it's a bit of luck. I mean, I literally copied a video that had millions of views, did a, my take on it, which was very close to the original, and I got 10 views. So you know, it's like same music, same voiceover. So I think there is a little bit of luck thrown in there, um, timing. Um, I know when you post, if you get interactions pretty early on, so if people start talking about it or get, you know comment on it, that, again, keeps pu- pushing it up the algorithm. But beyond that, I think there is a certain percentage of, of luck and obviously you accumulate followers over time. So you know, if you've got more followers, automatically more people are going to generally see it, so yeah.
0: Gab, can you explain for those of us who are TikTok novices, how does the interaction piece work, and we certainly know with the algorithm for Facebook that it's very heavy, and and now Instagram of course, very heavily dependent on engagement that's meaningful, so it's not just someone writing hi, it's like someone who's actually Having some words, and it's not just a bot going through and putting in responses. So, does, is there a similar thing that happens with TikTok? Are they looking for some meaningful engagement to push you up in the algorithm?
1: Um, I think it's just more, from what I've seen, just genuine, you know, oh, that was funny. How did you do that? <laughs> you know, it's, there's, I haven't seen anything that looks bot like. Um, it just seems to be a bit of lighthearted, you know, generally engagement. Um, and but all it's I a known... ranking
0: factor, like engagement's a yeah. ranking so factor. Yeah,
1: apparently, I mean, okay. that does um, assist how far it gets pushed along. So if you pop it out there and no one's... And also whether people watch it from the beginning to the end. So I think that factors into the algorithm, whether people scroll on after two seconds or, or watch to the end of the 15. So the more uh, full-length views you get uh, also pushes you up in the algorithm. And... I just wanted to make a quick point around the the feed. As I said, it's very open. So I would see, so the the main page you go to is called the For You page. So it's just, that's the feed from everywhere. Um, You can also just look at a feed of the people you're following. So the For You page, um, you know, that's where you can like and comment. And that's where you might also, if you see something you don't like, you can actually click a push button that says, I don't want to see any more of this. And it was fascinating the other night sitting with, I've got two teenage daughters and a husband and we were were all looking, I think I was showing the girls something on mine that I thought was funny. And then I looked at my daughter's feed and my feed and my husband's and the curation that had happened over time. So my daughter's ones were all around sort of makeup and teenage angst and, you know, kind of really funny (laughs) little quirky videos. Mine was all sort of people... Boomers, as they would say, dancing and you know a bit of fitness stuff and funny, and then my husband's was really kind of like blokey and you know big stacks and car crashes and trucks with big <laughs> engines, which is kind of. But you know it's just interesting. Same app, three completely different experiences.
0: I'm loving the sound of this more local. <laughs> Um, you mentioned before about images being blurry or videos being blurry. Is there a curation in terms of quality? So, does TikTok have some kind of moderation where if you put up a video that's pretty low quality, it'll get taken down?
1: Uh, this I've never personally had one taken down. I've had some not be shown to anyone. Um, and one of those was I was actually used another app to try and string together a series of videos, and it had the logo of the other app, so I can only actually that wouldn't even load yeah. so I think that was they I, I didn't like the fact that there was another logo in on the video. Um, I did another one which yeah it was anyway it was a funny angle it wasn't a very flattering angle it was a little from the bottom up, and that didn't post um, and I think that was probably because it probably looked <laughs> a little bit wrong or something. It, wasn't, it was not actually me just trying to take a photo. Having said that, I have seen a few videos where yeah, they're very scantily clad, so I'm not sure what happened there. But there certainly seems to be the, the more colourful, bright music type things get pushed along much more than where, you know, it's just someone talking and, you know, dimly lit and not very, you know, it's definitely something around the wanting you to be able to catch the viewer's eye pretty quickly and hold their attention.
0: Gab, let's talk about the technical learning curve. So aside from having some radical dance moves, what do you need to actually use it? Is it straight phone into the app on camera, into the app on your phone? Or give us some idea of like what a novice would have to use or need to know to be able to produce some some decent video.
1: Yeah, so I'd say just hop on and, and just initially get your head around it because it is really kind of like entering another little world. Um, and sometimes I'm reminded of that when I post something that I've put on TikTok that's just like, uh, and you put it on back on Instagram and everyone's like, ah, Gabrielle's losing her mind. It <laughs> just sort of looks a bit out of place, whereas it just you sort of get in the groove in TikTok. There's just a lot of freedom, I think, is what it is. And so when you go through, you can um, add things to favourites. So um, if you see something like, you know, perhaps it's an, uh, somebody doing something that would work for your business, you could add it to favourites. So you've just got a sort of a record of it. There's also sounds. Most videos, have a well, they all have a sound of some kind with them. Um, TikTok licenses a lot of music. So, um, you can, on the bottom right-hand side, there's a record spinning sort of shape, and you can click on that and also save the sounds. So, if you saw a particular song that worked well for your, your industry or your product, um, you can actually save that sound so that when you go to create a video, you can pull that sound in with it. And... From there, I guess, just sort of liking, you know, liking the content that would work for, you know, whether you're looking at it for, for fun and pleasure or whether you're looking at it for your business, um, liking the content that's relevant, because it will keep kind of steering more of that stuff to you. And in terms of um, doing, uh, doing your first one, um, just press the record button, which is the center button. And... Um, give it a whirl I'd say you don't have to post them you can keep drafts so you know um, you can just have a play around with using sounds using um, different features that it has within it um, without necessarily having to go and post it onto to the world
0: are you using things like a tripod or lighting or anything like that to get the best of it
1: no no I knew I was getting a little bit into my TikTok adi- uh, addiction when I did Google, you know, one of those ring light things. <laughs> you you what no, You but, don't have one? No, I don't have one. But, you know, never say never, never say never. <laughs> um, but, yes, I mean, the video editing in there is uh, is pretty phenomenal for a free product. Um, I've certainly used it for things outside of TikTok just to go in there and... Um, you can repeat things or, or slow them down, reverse them, add text very easily. And the good thing is you can add music because that music is licensed by TikTok. I don't know if anyone's ever tried to put music on Instagram and Facebook sometimes and you get a big brother sort of thing saying, you you know, you're about to be arrested because you've breached, um, you know, whatever the music sort of rights thing is. Um, you can actually use TikTok because they've, they've paid for it and provided you're doing it via them. Um, it's fine. So, yeah. Um, so that can be really handy and just one tip if you did want to use it not necessarily in TikTok when you finish a video um, you'd have to set it to private so no one can see it but post it to private so it's you're the only viewer and you can actually download as a live video sorry as a live photo um, and convert to a video which is within your iPhone and then you have a video with music that doesn't actually have the TikTok branding on it as well.
0: And see, I think that utility is amazing for social mm. media because I love that you can go and actually use it as a free, really hyper value editing suite to mm. make sure videos, which is such a gift to a business.
1: Mm. I still sort of think, well, wow, this is free. <laughs> that can't totally. last, <laughs> <laughs> Paying with my uh... <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, no, the editing side of it is great. So
0: with your Tasmanian business hat and lens on. What type of things do you think or well, what type of businesses in Tasmania do you think could be using it? And what, what sort of features can we be really highlighting that will make us stand out as a state?
1: Mm, well, I mean, there is one Tasmanian business I've noticed on there that both my children follow is um, Procreate. They're digital. They've got an amazing, I mean, like 250,000 or more followers and they just have output of quality uh, showcasing, I guess, the app and what they can do. Um, I think it, it's really thinking through, okay, um, what's my product you know if it's an actual something that you can showcase and and create a story around it. I mean maybe it's how you make it maybe it's you know it's just playing around with it i i think it's really the what's the saying the sort of uh, answers in the action to actually just sort of start playing around with what works and and kind of try, taking your you know, instagram in a sense sometimes you've got your flat tray and it's about the perfection and look at, look at our beautiful product i, I feel like this gives um, businesses the opportunity to sh- to show showcase more, as I said before, of their personality and, and, and a little bit, you know, maybe even imperfect and a bit quirky and maybe, a, you know, or, or maybe one of your staff members has an amazing talent or, you know, just something that's more engaging that doesn't necessarily have to be zoned in on a perfect flat, flat sort of image, but yeah, further sort of um, connects you, your business um, to your clients, puts the sort of showcasing a bigger personality
0: i love that it's a, actually a platform that really truly encourages authenticity yeah
1: well, gab... I think, and i think that's it and i think that's you know when you talk about why i'm on I, it, you know there's certainly still a few trolls and a few you know unkind words said, but there's a real sense of hum, humans having fun and being a bit um yeah carefree and and engaging and supporting and, and i think that's probably a big part of what i in, enjoy about it
0: final thoughts before you go to record your next electronic worm gab osborne
1: Yes, I can't do the wham. I think that's I uh, hurt my shoulder when I did that. I <laughs> oh, look I just encourage um you know, if you have a look at it. Look at it to get your head around it, but also keep looking at it for your business. Just you don't have to jump in there and start posting things. Just take your time to have a look at what's sort of on there. Certain the the feel and the vibe and sounds <laughs> very tiktoky, but um And just observe what others are doing in your space. Uh, You can certainly search um, by business and hashtags and that type of thing and just have a look at what people in your industry and business are doing and just sort of follow along. And I I really think there's the opportunity to strike out um, something that's a little bit different to what you currently do but that still is in line with your business that just might uh, broaden your your audience. And, of course, don't forget if you're doing it for business to make sure in your buyer you have the links back to... Um, how they can connect with you outside of TikTok, um, but yeah, that would be my advice. Just just have a have a look and if you 've got teenagers in your house, get them on board because um, that was really a saving grace for me that they somewhat begrudgingly showed me how to, to use it. I think they regret that now, but that 's okay. <laughs>
0: uncharted waters of authenticity for your brand perhaps all that's left to do is dive in download tiktok and you'll be doing those crazy dance moves and finding out those sounds and what the mysterious whoa is in no time if you want some more information on tiktok and how it all works head to the digital ready program pages digitalready.taz.gov.au where i've written a blog all about tiktok Big thanks to Gabrielle Osborne from Creative Accounting for taking us by the hand and leading us through all that information. Of course, any more information about anything digital, you know where to go. This is Dr. Digital for the Digital Ready Programme podcast, Business is Unusual. See you at the next episode. The Digital Ready for Business Programme provides Tasmanian small businesses with access to targeted knowledge, advice, and assistance to improve their online presence and skills so that they can seize the opportunities presented by digital technology. For more information or to book a free online session with a Digital Ready coach, head to digitalready.tas.gov.au or check out the Digital Ready Tasmania Facebook page.